What is up, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the All NBA Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be giving you my 2018 NBA mock draft, as well as the top six players I want the New York Knicks to draft. You guys know I'm a huge Knicks fan, so I'm just going to give you my list of the top players I think we should draft in order. But we're going to start off with this NBA mock draft. Okay, with the first pick in the 2018 NBA draft, the Phoenix Suns select DeAndre Ayton. Now, that's obviously no surprise. I mean, pretty much everybody expects the Suns to select Aiden. He he didn't work out for any other teams besides the Suns. So he's pretty much set on going there. Um, it's the obvious pick. He's going to be a great fit alongside Devin Booker. I know he said, I don't know if it was him or Booker, but I know somebody made comparisons to Kobe and Shaq, which, you know, I wouldn't go that far. But I do think they would be a really deadly combo, especially with Josh Jackson in the wing. That that would be sweet. Um, with the second pick, I have the Kings selecting Luka Doncic. Doncic? What, I don't know. Luka Doncic at number two. I know there's been a lot of speculation of them skipping on him, maybe him falling to Dallas or Atlanta or some other team. But I think we're just we're just making too much of this. He's he's too talented for Sacramento to not pick him. Okay, he's just too too good. Like a lot of people are saying he's the best prospect we've had in like a decade. So um, I just don't see how Sacramento can pass on that the opportunity to have that that good of a player. Um, number three, I have the Atlanta Hawks selecting Mo Bamba. Now this is um, maybe not too much of a popular opinion, but I just think Mo Bamba has the highest upside in the draft. So why why could Atlanta pass on them? I know they could go for like Marvin Bagley or um, Jaron Jackson or Trey Young or Michael Porter, all these people. But Mo Bamba just has so much potential. He has the biggest wingspan of anybody in NBA history. Okay, and you see these workout videos. He's splashing threes like he's Clay Thompson out there, man. You just can't pass up on this guy. Number four, I have the Memphis Grizzlies selecting Marvin Bagley. Now I know. The Grizzlies are um, looking to contend. They're not rebuilding. And I think Marvin Bagley is a pretty NBA-ready player. Like, imagine a lineup of Mike Conley, whoever their shooting guard is. I have no idea. Dylan Brooks, um, Marvin Bagley, and Marcus Hall. Tell me that wouldn't be a pretty decent lineup. It might even make the playoffs in the West. So, I definitely think Marvin Bagley is the best choice for Memphis. With the fifth pick... I have the Dallas Mavericks selecting Jaron Jackson Jr. Now, I don't know too much about this guy, but I know he has some pretty insane defensive potential. He's got that long wingspan that we've been talking about a lot, and he just he just has potential to be a really, really sweet player. Number six, I have the Orlando Magic selecting Trey Young. Now, the Orlando Magic desperately need a point guard. Okay, they, they traded Alfred Payton for a second-round pick, and now... Who is their point guard? Nobody knows. Like, it's honestly a mystery who their point guard is. So they need Trey Young. They need to be to get a hit in this draft. They need a superstar because nothing's happening in, in Orlando. It's, it's just in this constant state of despair. Nothing is going on there. So I definitely think they should draft Trey Young. Even though they, they don't really have any players for any of the other positions besides Aaron Gordon, I guess. So... It's not like they could really go wrong with other prospects, but they, they should get this point guard, okay? Trey Young has so much potential. He has Steph Curry-like potential, and if they luck out and Trey Young becomes Steph Curry, then that's going to be the draw Orlando needs to finally get some good talent on their team. And it'll bring excitement, something 
the fans will want to go go down to the the stadium and watch. With the seventh pick, I have Chicago selecting Michael Porter Jr. Now this guy, he was going to go number one in a lot of people's drafts just one year ago. Now obviously he has the injury history, and we haven't gotten the opportunity to see him play in college. But this guy's this guy's potential is just off the charts. He's like a like a Kevin Durant type player, maybe a little bit shorter, not quite Kevin Durant, but he's just got that insane scoring ability. His potential is absolutely crazy. I don't see how Chicago can pass on him. I honestly wouldn't surprise, wouldn't be surprised if he went earlier, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have him going number seven. I've seen some mock drafts where he's getting all the way down to number nine on uh, my Knicks, and there's there's just no way. Like we can hope, but it's just not happening. He's not coming to my Knicks. Um, so Michael Porter Jr., number seven, and then I've, I have Wendell Carter Jr. going to number eight, going to Cleveland. Um, Cleveland, it's pretty screwed because LeBron is leaving. Let's be honest. LeBron is out of there, and they just need a player to reset. If they could get Michael Porter Jr., that would be best case scenario, but he's gone, and I think Wendell Carter Jr. probably has the greatest potential of everybody else after him. Um, he's a center. He has great defensive potential. He has offensive potential. He's been shooting some threes. Um, he's long. He's athletic. He's athletic. So I definitely see the Cavaliers grabbing him up. Um, Tristan Thompson is not a long-term solution for center. He's trash. Let's be honest. He's trash. Moving on. Number nine. I have the New York Knicks selecting Kevin Knox from Kentucky. Now, personally, I don't like this pick that much. Because I'm not on the Kevin Knox bandwagon fully, I've started. He started to grow on me a little bit. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna be honest, but I'm just not jumping ship on Mikal Bridges or um, even Miles Bridges to a certain extent. But um, I have the Knicks selecting Kevin Knox. There's been a lot of reports lately, um, especially from Ian Bagley from ESPN, that the Kevin Knox workout with the Knicks went really well. And the Knicks management were thoroughly impressed. And Ian Bagley predicted that the Knicks will select Kevin Knox. And I, I definitely trust him. And um, I've, I've also seen some other reports that Kevin Knox stock has been f- flying through the roof. So I'm going to say the Knicks take Kevin Knox. Now, number 10, my guy Mikael Bridges from Villanova. Philadelphia, th- they can't pass on this guy. He would be a great rotation player. He can shoot threes. He can lock down defense on the perimeter. He can block shots. He can even dunk on some people from now and then. He He's a really good player. And I see him. He's one of those high floor prospects. Now, his potential is not off the charts. He's probably not going to be Kawhi Leonard like some people are for some reason predicting. But his floor is so high that he's just not going to be a bust in my opinion. He is going to be a solid NBA player. He, he has such a sweet stroke from the three-point line and he can lock down people on the perimeter so I have him going to Philly number 11 I have Colin Sexton going to Charlotte now Kemba Walker I heard he's pretty much out of Charlotte he's going to Cleveland or if he does if they don't trade him he's probably going to leave in free agency in 2020 like why would he stay there Kemba if you stay in Charlotte in free agency like I, I just don't know what to say honestly so they're they're gonna want to replace him. Colin Sexton is a good point guard. Um, he attacks on defense. He attacks on offense nonstop. He's not that great of a shooter, but he can always improve that over time. 
So I think Charlotte would be a good fit for Colin Sexton. Um, number 12, I have the Los Angeles Clippers selecting Lonnie Walker, the guard. Uh, the, the Clippers just need to get talent at this point. They really don't have too much going for them except DeAndre Jordan and Tobias Harris, I guess. Lou Williams is obviously good, but he's 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 a bench player as of now, so I don't know what they're going to do with him. Um, with the 13th pick, the Clippers I have selecting, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name, Shay something Alexander. Yeah, he's another guard. This is pretty much going to be uh, the Clippers' backcourt of the future. Right now, who do they have? Who do they have? Patrick Beverly and Austin Rivers? Really? Like, those are some some solid backups. But I really don't want Austin Rivers and Patrick Beverly being my starting backcourt. So, these guys, they're monsters on the defensive end. They can pass. They'll probably develop their game as time goes on. And that'll, that'll be a pretty mean backcourt, honestly. Um, Number 14, the last pick I have here, Miles Bridges goes to Denver. This would be the perfect pickup for Denver. Imagine this lineup next year. You got Jamal Murray, point guard, Gary Harris, shooting guard, Miles Bridges, small forward, uh, Paul Millsap, power forward, and Nikolai Jokic at the center position. That That's a really, really good lineup. And they won't be missing the playoffs next year if this happens. I, I guarantee it. Because Miles Bridges is going to be a, a really solid player in the NBA, I think. He can attack the rim. Um, he's insanely athletic. His finishes are strong and emphatic. He can shoot the ball relatively well. You know, he's not Steph Curry from beyond the arc, but he can knock down a three-pointer. Um, and he can also play some defense. He has a really good motor, and he brings a lot of intensity to the game. So I think he's going to fill the, the missing position of the Denver Nuggets. They don't have a good small forward. I don't even know who their starting small forward is, honestly. Who was... Um, yeah, I, I really don't know who their small, their starting small forward was last year, and they almost made the playoffs. So, with the addition of Miles Bridges, if he is a good NBA player like I think he will be, then the Denver Nuggets will be insane next season. Okay, guys, that was my mock draft. I have DeAndre Aiden, Luka Doncic, Mo Bamba, Marvin Bagley, Jaron Jackson Jr., Trey Young, Michael Porter Jr., Wendell Carter Jr., Kevin Knox, Mikal Bridges, Colin Sexton, Lonnie Walker, Shea Alexander, and Miles Bridges as the top 14 picks in this NBA draft. So the draft is in a few days. We're going to see how that works out. If if I get 100%, I should get some kind of prize, honestly. But now we're going to move into the top picks for my New York Knicks at the ninth position. At number one, I have Michael Porter Jr. Now, obviously, these are going to be people that could somehow come to the nine position. Obviously, I would I would rather have like Aiton or Doncic or Mobamba even, but those guys obviously aren't going to be falling to number nine. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. probably won't be falling to nine, but I've seen some mock drafts that he has, so I'm going to include him. He's my number one option. I want this dude on the Knicks. He is going to be an insane player in the NBA. I can tell it. Um, number two, Trey Young. Now, a lot of fans don't want Trey Young, for whatever reason, but this guy has the potential to be the next Steph Curry. Do you know how embarrassing it would be if in that one draft, um, we were one pick away from drafting Steph Curry? He he was the eighth pick, I believe, and we were the ninth, or he was the seventh and we were the eighth, something like that. We just missed Steph Curry, 
and imagine how that would change our franchise. Imagine if the same thing happened, only we passed on him, and he was one pick after us. Now imagine how embarrassing that would be if he turns out to be the next Steph Curry. I would be insanely embarrassed to, like, I don't know how we could recover from that, honestly. So if he's on the board somehow, I, I know his workout didn't go um, too well, according to reports. Apparently the Knicks management meant the Knicks management was kind of disappointed in his workout. But if he's there, I just say you have to take him, man. This guy's potential is one of the highest in this year's draft. Now, number three, I have Wendell Carter Jr. Now, I just I put him here because of his defensive ability, and I think the front court of Porzingis and Wendell Carter Jr. would probably be the best in the NBA. Obviously, I have Boogie and AD. If that remains I don't think Boogie will stay but if they do stay you'll have them to compete with and then who else you're you're going to be the best front court in the NBA between Wendell and Porzingis imagine that defense okay nobody's scoring on that defense that would be absolutely insane number four I have Mikal Bridges from Villanova I love this guy he's a great shooter he's a great defender he's that three and D player that we need to surround Porzingis with He's a really mature guy. I've seen the interviews. He seems like a nice guy. A good good character to bring into the locker room. So I'm a big fan of Macau Bridges. Um, number five, I have my guy, Kevin Knox. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of this guy, as I said before. I just I just don't see what other people see in him. But I I do understand that he has uh, more potential than Mikael Bridges. But the thing is, he has a lot more bust potential, too. Like, I can see Kevin Knox becoming a bust. There is a chance that that happens. There's there's pretty much, I'm not going to say there's no chance, but there's pretty much no chance that Mikael Bridges be, is a bust. He just won't be. Kevin Knox, I can see the potential of being a bust. Um, his handles aren't that great. His shooting isn't isn't that great. I know his mechanics and his form is, is good, but he shot less than 35% in college. And I know stats don't really matter in college, and a lot of NBA stars weren't playing insanely well in college, and their games translated really good into the NBA. So I'm not saying Kevin Knox will be bad in the NBA. I'm not saying that. He could be. There's a lot of Paul George comparisons going on now. He could be Paul George. I'm not saying he's not. But there's also a chance he's a bust, and you're just not getting that with a lot of these other guys. Now, obviously, Trey Young you are, but Trey Young's potential is way higher than Kevin Knox. So... Number five, I have Kevin Knox just because of his potential. And also, I forgot, I forgot to mention this. Kevin Knox is 18. Okay? Mikhail Bridges is, what, 22? So, Kevin Knox is obviously going to improve a lot throughout the years. Mikhail Bridges was probably not as good as Kevin Knox is now at 18. So, I definitely see why people are arguing for Kevin Knox. Um, I would not be mad if we took him at all. Number six, I have Miles Bridges. Now, I don't know why we would take Miles Bridges because one of the guys I've already mentioned is going to be there and we, we just have to take them. Now, Miles Bridges, he's not a bad player. I enjoyed him in college. Um, he's explosive. He can shoot. He can shoot off the dribble. He can spot up shoot. He can attack the basket. But I just don't see in him what I see in Mikal or Kevin Knox. So I really don't see a scenario where I would be happy with us taking Miles Bridges at night. I just don't see it happen. Unless we do something like trade for the Clippers two picks. 
and draft Miles Bridges and Lonnie Walker or something like that. But then I, I still think Kevin Knox would be available, and I would take Kevin Knox over Miles Bridges any day of the week. So my top picks for the New York Knicks at number 9, Michael Porter Jr., Trey Young, Wendell Carter, Mikael Bridges, Kevin Knox, and Miles Bridges. Let me know what you guys think of that. Who do you guys think the Knicks should draft? Let me know in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. If not, then you probably can't do that. But hey, just think about it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the All-NBA Podcast, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye.